Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and this radio broadcast is Shi'ar Jeshub. Coming from Shi'ar Jeshub, Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. Today, we will begin the next sermon in the New Testament section of the Heavenly Authority series taught by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo. But before we go into the Sunday message, let me remind you about our church website for serious Bible study. The address is www.shiarjashub.org. Now, let's join Pastor Greg for this instructive lesson from God's Holy Word. We want to pick up our study of authority in the New Testament church. And I'd like to start by reading from Matthew chapter 16 and verse 5. Now when his disciples had come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said to them, Take heed and beware of the leaven, the yeast of the Pharisees, and the Sadducees. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have taken no bread. But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, O you of little faith, why do you reason among yourselves because you have brought no bread? Do you not yet understand or remember the five loaves of the five thousand and how many baskets you took up? nor the seven loaves of the 4,000, and how many large baskets you took up. How is it you do not understand that I did not speak to you concerning bread, but to beware of the leaven, the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees? Then they understood that he did not tell them to beware of the leaven of bread, but of the doctrine, the teaching of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. The yeast that spreads. You see how the disciples many times, they didn't quite get what Jesus was teaching them. They're thinking about loaves, he's mad at us, we didn't take bread with us, and they've seen 5,000 people fed with only five loaves, and 4,000 people fed with seven loaves. Being afraid of physical requirements and provision should not be a problem for them. They should not be afraid of those things. The Lord can provide those things. Too many times in churches, in ministries, the focus becomes on the physical provision. How can we do this? How can we physically accomplish that? And they forget the most important thing, the teaching, the doctrine. He's not talking to them about bread made with hands he can take care of that. He can take care of the provisions of a church. But the most important thing for them as disciples was the teaching, the doctrine. Beware that what happened to them, the Pharisees and the Sadducees in Israel, does not happen to you, my church. Beware that you don't do the same things, you, my disciples, who are to be the guides to the people, that the Pharisees and the Sadducees have done. And the last time we studied heavenly authority in the New Testament, we looked at a key scripture to our study in Matthew chapter, chapter 23 
and we looked at the problems of the Pharisees. And let's go back to that a minute and review. Beware the yeast, the doctrine of the Pharisees and Sadducees. In Matthew chapter 23, verse 1, Then Jesus spoke to the multitudes and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seed. Therefore, whatever they tell you to observe, that observe and do. But do not do according to their works, for they say and do not do. For they bind heavy burdens hard to bear and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their works they do to be seen by men. They make their phylacteries broad and enlarge the borders of their garments. They love the best places at feasts, the best seats in the synagogues, the place of honor, literally. Greetings in the marketplaces and to be called by men, Rabbi, Rabbi. But you do not be called Rabbi, for one is your teacher. Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father, he who is in heaven. And do not be called teachers, for one is your teacher, the Christ. But he who is greatest among you shall be your servant, and whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. You are all brethren. You are all brothers and sisters in the Lord. He's telling his disciples as we studied, don't place one up above in such a way that you say, Rabbi, Rabbi, teacher, there is one teacher, the Christ. Don't call anyone on earth your father. Now, he's not speaking, obviously, about, about your natural father. Otherwise, the word father would lose meaning or definition. Don't have the spiritual father, for one is your father who is in heaven, the Abba relationship. You can go directly. Every person in Christ can go directly to the Almighty God becomes our Father, and we don't need intermediaries. We don't need some type of in-between guide or master teacher or a great father to stand between us and God. And he instructs them, don't do it. Don't do. Don't let it happen to you what happened to them. We said the last time that there is a dynamic tension, a balance in the New Testament a balancing of the principle of proper respect for God's servants and the work that God does through them on one hand and the principle of not unnaturally exalting or lifting up an individual or a group of individuals into a position which only the Lord Jesus, Jesus, should hold. And we saw a little bit of that this week, right? We can see some of the pomp and splendor in the churches how people can be lifted up and exalted unnaturally. Because Jesus said, we're all brethren. We're all brothers and sisters. You're not supposed to have a great father. You're not supposed to have a great teacher to go between you and him. And there is this tension. Respect on one side, you know, because some people have difficulty with authority and respecting authority. And there is a place for authority in the church. And on the other side that all are brothers and sisters in Christ.
Do not be called rabbi. One is your teacher. Do not call anyone on earth father. One is your father who is in heaven. And do not be called teachers, for one is your teacher, the Christ. We saw how Peter and Paul and John did not hesitate in their letters to acknowledge their spirit-anointed, their spirit-appointed positions as apostles. John says, as an elder. We saw that Paul was to Timothy and Titus as a father. He saw them as beloved children and himself as having a father's love toward them and to the churches that he planted. But none of that meant that there should be an institutional priesthood, that there should be a mediator upon whom those believers were spiritually dependent. Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father, he who is in heaven. Abba. Take heed, beware the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the layers of separation between God and the people of Israel that they placed themselves in, the exalted leaders with all the pomp and the hypocrisy and the religious ceremonial splendor that seems so grand that seems so pious and religious, but will keep men and women afar off from the salvation of God. This same thing that happened to Israel, this can happen to you, my church, the Lord is saying to his disciples here in Matthew 23. This can happen to you, my bride, that you have to take heed, beware my disciples, you who are called to be the shepherds of my flock, lest as the tree grows, lest you enjoy the praise, as does the Pharisees and the Sadducees, lest you enjoy the vainglory and the splendor, lest you become just like them. And we have discussed the errors of a system of exalted fathers, which breeds a spiritual dependency on a man that should only be on God. We've talked about intermediaries and the formalities and hierarchies uh, and the institutional exaltation of a certain group that the Lord never meant to happen to his church. And this is not just a Catholic or an Orthodox era. Last time we took a look at the shepherding movement that was so prominent in some of the born-again churches a few decades back. But even putting that cultic twist aside, there are common Protestant versions of this leaven and evangelical versions of this yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. I think of, uh, of one believer saying to another, you know, those Catholics are a cult. They call their leaders father, and that's wrong. Reverend Jones told us so. Reverend. What Miriam Webster's 11th Collegiate Dictionary defines it, worthy of reverence, revered reverence, honor or respect, felt or shown, deference, especially profound adoring, awed respect, the state of being revered 
revered, to regard as worthy of great honor. Random House says, worthy to be revered, veneration, entitled, entitled to reverence, respect tinged with awe. It's all encompassed by that word reverend. We'll have to break from the sermon at this point. Join Pastor Greg Scalzo as he continues the sermon next time. And again, let me encourage you to go to the church website at www.shiarjashub.org. Brothers and sisters in Christ around the globe are listening and learning about God's Word from the many programs in our audio library. How important it is to spend time in the Bible every day. And the 14-minute format is very easy to work into your daily plan. From topical studies to through the Bible teachings, you'll find messages that will expand your understanding and appreciation of God's work in the world and in your life. The address again is www.shiarjashub.org. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B dot O-R-G. And if you appreciate the ministry of Shi'ar Jashub, can I ask you to pray about supporting these church outreaches? Donations should be made out and sent to Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle, P.O. Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. May the Lord bless you as you serve him.